0: Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. And by romanticashville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting romanticashville.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away. To places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel, right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit SpeakingofTravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who are always opening new horizons and going beyond the bounds. My guest today is one of these people. Felix Miana is a pioneer of sustainable food systems and social justice in the culinary workplace, and he's an adventurer. He and his wife, Chef Katie Button, live here in Asheville, North Carolina, and through their many endeavors with Katie Button restaurants, including my favorites, Curate Bar and La Badega by Curate, are changing the industry at its core. They do what they love and that deep passion is present in all that they do. And Felix, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel today.
2: Thank you, Marilyn. It's my pleasure to be here and uh Thank you for uh, including me. And speaking of travel, it's always a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Well, Felix, there's just so much that we have to catch up on. You and Katie have been on my show a couple of times, and we've talked a lot about food and travel and and wine, so many different things. But today, I really want to I want to start by kind of going backwards in time a little bit. I know that you and Katie were at the height of just so many wonderful projects, and you were so involved in the culinary scene here, helping everybody out, and then suddenly there was a pandemic. Give us a little idea. I know that you you both, your whole organization, was just so present in helping others. Give us an idea of how you had to kind of shift gears when this all happened.
2: So, yeah, it's, it's, it's- I can't believe it. it's almost like two years after everything happened and uh, it's still like uh, we're still dealing with it. So it's been uh, it's been very challenging. But um, we had um, uh, a very strong mentality from day one. And, and we just, you know, like uh, start doing things like uh, after we cry a little bit, you know, it, it was time to, to do something. And, and the first step was like uh, just um, maintain close uh, one of our restaurants um, um, the the bagel shop at the time and just recreate a new concept La Bodega by Curate based on on Curate, you know, goods and a Spanish pantry and, you know, just start selling like milk kits and, uh, and, you know, we create a wine club, um, we create a line of business that also is named after Curate Curate at Home. So now we are delivering... Kurate at your home, uh, not only in Asheville, but also national-wide uh, shipping. So we, we've been very, very, very creative and, and tried to, to bring the, the revenue that we were missing in the restaurants because uh, we weren't able to open Curate until um, last summer in, in July. And, uh, and it was like with limitations was like um, 35%, was 50%. So, and now we are 100%, but now we're dealing with uh, staff issues as well. So we're still not operating 100%, but these new lines of business that we were able to create through the pandemic are definitely helping.
1: And you also have been very active in, in working with your community to make sure that all the restaurant workers and all the restaurant owners together had a voice and that was a very important part of what you all were doing.
2: Yeah, and uh, Katie, it, she was the voice of, uh, of us, and uh, she was, uh, she's, uh, she's still a uh, part of uh, the board of the um, Independent Restaurant Coalition, and that's an organization that helps the restaurants across the country. And also here in Asheville, we were able to start um, a collaboration with Wall Central Kitchen in the beginning. But then we pass it to Asheville Strong. That if you don't know about it, it's an organization that they're helping, you know, the, the folks here in Asheville. So follow them up because they're doing amazing things.
1: We all feel so grateful for the work that you've done and, and all of the, the people in your industry who have worked so tirelessly to keep us fed, during, during this time and keep each other fed. That was another part of it, right? Yeah. So Felix, now things are, you said, opened up. You're, you're still challenged with staffing. I know that's really a tough one, but I want to find out from you, you had started this wonderful tour group back before the pandemic and you and Katie both were very active, but this was going to your... Uh, your home place and then all of a sudden you couldn't nobody could travel anymore what what was that like for you especially not being able to go visit your family
2: so we were in a in a, actually in, in, in a good spot there because we already had all the trips for 2020 already sold out so it's more like a, a, a work of uh, keeping everybody, and on the loop of what was going on, postponing trips for other years, and and you kind of shifting, you know what I mean, uh, everything. But I was more worried about my partners in Spain because uh, they they were the, they only do that. So they are, they have an agency, Paladari Tomar, where they do that's their living, and they've been doing nothing for two years. Only you know picking up the phone and calling folks to tell them that we're not going to be able to do this trip. We're going to move it to this other month or this other trip itinerary so that has been challenging but we were um very lucky on, on, on because we already have you know most of the trips sold out for 2020 and we just have to move them for 2021 and actually you know we just started this summer to to travel back to spain so that's a a really 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 uh, exciting thing that we are uh, Again, you know, we're very happy. I just went to one of my trips, but my partners in Spain, you know they finally see the the light at the end of the tunnel
1: and your family too, to be able to go and and be with your family because I know that that was kind of your first step taking that that first step out was to go with your family to visit your family. That must have felt really, really so wonderful.
2: It felt it feel really good. I have to say that it was just the, the beginning of summer when things looked like uh, we were, you know, getting much, much better. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, we had this new Delta variation and kind of shift things back again. And, and now we are like a back and forth and dealing with things. But uh, something that I learned is that if, if you are um, uh, watching and you're listening and you know what you have to do, and um, and you just you know do the right thing. You know it's it's actually easy to travel these days.
1: Yes, and you know I was looking at your bio here, Felix, and and you had been with um, Jose Andres in the Think Food Group, and I was looking at their mission and their values, and it's like you've totally brought all of that right here to to what you're doing here locally and what you're doing globally as well uh really being able to push that creativity forward in the hospitality industry and and being able to to tell these stories these wonderful stories
2: yeah uh, so we we are pretty much you know like uh, um um revaluating you know our mission current values you know and is a uh, and it's basically i'm going to resume it in that phrase you know it's like it's bringing um culinary experience you know in a very sustainable way this is who we are today
1: absolutely and when we come back from the break i want to talk more about sustainability felix because that is such a big part of what you and your whole organization is about and and when you go on these trips being able to to visit places that are actually practicing sustainability. So, Felix, Miana, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. Tell us how we can get more information as we go to the break.
2: Just visit like curatetrips.com and uh, and you will have, uh, you know, all the information there for the trips. But now Curate is no longer a a tapas bar restaurant. So Curate is a brand. So all these new lines of business are under the line of Curate. So it's going to be... Curate, and then it's going to be Curate Tapas Bar. It's going to be La bodega by Curate. It's going to be Curate Cookbook, Curate Trips, Curate at Home, Curate Wine Club.
1: Felix, you guys are rocking it there. I can't wait to hear more. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. We're here with Felix Miana. We're talking about Spain and and eating and food and ecotourism. We'll be right back, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Kay. At Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours
3: we put you in the middle of experiencing Asheville like no one else can. With an
1: expert guide by your side you'll have an all-access pass to what makes Asheville so unique. Our sense of place, history, and awe along with great food and drinks and spectacular views. We follow safety protocols on every tour come experience why TripAdvisor awarded our company the 2020 Traveler's Choice Award, placing us in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. To learn more about us and our award-winning tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on... Jupiter and Mars. Welcome In back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, oh, and here with me today eyes. is Felix Miana. Felix, let's talk about now, your Lord. role with Curte hey, just maybe, a minute, maybe, because I know that you call yourself the Chief Experience Officer. Now, <laughs> give me an idea of what that really means.
2: Well, first of all, I didn't pick that title, so they actually give it to me, and 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 that's and that's a have a, an easy explanation. So, Katie always say that I'm, I'm his idea, man, and uh, food related concept wise, like I'm always, you know, coming with ideas. I can't stop my brain, uh, you know, works that way. So, I'm the one, you know, creating experience at the restaurant. I'm the one, and. Um, you know, coming with the idea of the wine club, and um, you know, using my relationships over the years with the wineries they work from in Spain, and you know, the bodega by curate, um, and feeling you know, um, with the pandemic, you know, all these things, you know, it's like is it's me, you know, trying to come with the, with the best ways um, to deliver uh, experience for our folks that come to see us, and either is, it, either if it is at the restaurant, or if I have to provide you at home, or you can come to Spain with me.
1: Well, let's talk about going to Spain, Felix, because you were saying you just got back. And, you know, this is a time when people are just starting to, like, stretch and say, I have got to get out of town and we need to go travel. What is it really like right now going to another country? Give us a little bit of, a, of an idea of what it was like for you and your guests.
2: Well... It's still a little bit awkward and it's still a little bit like a uncertain, you know, how things are gonna go. Uh, for me, it's easier because I'm from Spain, but I can see in, in the people that come with me that there's still that, you know, like a insecurity of what's gonna happen. But I have to say that I was uh, very surprised that uh, how everything turned out that since the moment they meet uh, everybody in the lobby of the hotel, you know, to welcome them to our first trip after pandemic, in Cortesians because we're still dealing with it, but uh, and then um, since since that moment, you know, they, they were very open to everything and they were not um, showing any concerns about anything. And also, you know, the country in South Spain, you know, there was like a nothing to be worried or concerned. So it, everything was very smooth, and uh, we it, it it didn't feel that that, that we were, you know, what I mean, like uh dealing with with this uh, at this point right now. So yeah. it, it was a uh, it was a uh, it was Very nice to see that actually we did like a back to back trip. So we did a a first one and then we say bye to the people that was in the first tour. And then we say hi to the people that were coming in the second tour. And uh, it was just a very smooth transition and everybody feeling the same way. And it just feels like we are back on it
1: well and you do them so beautifully just being outside and visiting vineyards and and all of that with your partners they must be extremely happy to have you back
2: yes they are so and 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 you know that the trips are are based you know on a on you know we, we show that the very essence of the Mediterranean culture and and we allowing our guests to experience a very unique culinary destinations like first hand you know like uh, we want them to feel like they are local and uh, and that's something that you can buy you know i mean it's like uh, you really have to be there with them and we are very hand-on you know like uh, it's me and my partners uh with you the whole entire time making sure that you have everything that you need and, you know, we, you never feel like uh, you're alone and also you also have your, your time off on some on days where we decide, okay, you're going to have the night off tonight and you can relax or, or, or we even, if we bring the opportunity, you, you don't feel like you're going to come with one of the activities that we have organized for you. You want to stay in the hotel and relax because this is your vacation too. So we, we want to make sure that, that you're enjoying the itinerary that we put together for you, but also we understand that this is your vacation.
1: Well, it sounds like you've created what you have created through your culinary experiences here in Asheville a sense of family, a sense of community that people can feel safe they can feel inclusive. And that's such a beautiful thing, Felix. And I know that moving forward, you have, you know, you were saying throughout all of this, as you're creating new ideas and new ventures, and how are you going to be able to uh, make this work that you've added quite a few tours into your, into your toolbox? Give us an idea of uh, some of these other places. Yes.
2: So we have, uh, so we start with our uh, first trip, uh, the original that we call is uh, Catalonia and Andalusia, both on, on, a, on, a, on the same trip. So we go to the north of Spain, the Catalonia region where I come from, Barcelona area, and we stay there half of the trip. And then we take a flight to the south of Spain and we see Seville, Cadiz, Jerez, Huelva. So it's like a, it's both walls in the same trip. So that, that was the original. And it was very success. So then we decided, oh, okay, we have to bring uh, other destinations because you know we cover north and south, and 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 now people are willing uh, to come back with us, and we have that kind of push us to create new destinations, and the trips were filling up very quickly too. So we create Madrid and Castile, and just right after that we create the Basque Country, and. Last year, before the year before pandemic started, we did uh, Portugal, and we did only one trip. And now this year in twenty twenty one, we want to do our second one, and we already have uh, more trips coming in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. But also, we announced it, uh, Morocco as well, because in the end of the day, so we we are we are Spain, but also you know we are very. Uh, Focusing on the Mediterranean culture and diet. So we think that the Portugal as being part of the peninsula, you know, has a lot to offer too. And Morocco, you know, North of Africa, we have so much more influence coming from them. They have a good um, uh, way to show the culture from North Africa, how it reflects in the Spanish cuisine. And also it brings us the opportunity to have a trip that's a little bit more exotic. So I think we have a, a good, good um, uh, mark of uh, different destinations right now.
1: That's really fabulous because people really, I, I feel that as we're moving beyond where we are today, we want to be able to get out and see other cultures. We want to be able to really help break down these cultural barriers and bring those values back home, right? And. Yep spread that around. And one thing I do want to mention, you always have sustainability and ecotourism and mindful travel always at the top of your uh, agenda. And that's something that your audience is interested in. So give us an idea, Felix, of when, when you go on one of your trips, how how you bring people right there to, to nature.
2: So, so this is like a, a, very important for us. And this is how we operate in our restaurant. So we, we literally do the same thing that we do at curate every day in the restaurant, but now we're doing it in Spain. So we're taking you to Spain and we are like a, making sure that you have the feeling of the culture that you get included in the, in the, in how a Spaniard live. And we take you to uh, sustainable farming, winemaking, organical, or all the wines um, that we all the wineries that we visit are organically uh, farm. And we we see cheesemakers, we see like uh, how they and um, raise these beautiful pigs, you know, Akron feet, you know what I mean? The many de videos that we take you to the deessa so you can see and feel, you know, the pigs, you know, like are running, you know, very happy, you know, in a five-acre, you know, destination just for one pig. So one pig has five acres in his own. And that's something that we talk to you in the restaurant, but now you're going to see it actually. And it's true how much space they have. You know, and and the same like um like like tuna. You know, we 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 dedicate a whole day. Um, we call it the tuna experience, where we start the day with a with a professor that he's telling you everything about sustainability, how you have to catch tuna, the seasons of tuna. You know how they uh, uh, follow uh, the tuna. You know the migrations and from the Atlantic Ocean to the Mediterranean, how they come, how they live. You have to understand all that in order to then go to the facility and see how they, um, they, they take care of a whole piece of tuna in front of you. So you see, it, they call it like a, the peak of the sea for a reason, because uh, you can eat everything from the tuna as well, like the peak. So you see the whole process. And also in that facility, they have like a, a, a part where they do all the preserving and the, and, and the canning. Uh, that is very popular in Europe and particularly in Spain. So you see how clean everything is, how they do that. And, you know, they have the different methods that they use, not only preserving and canning, but also drying. And uh, we, I want to make sure that you understand everything and, and why it's so important, you know, that, that, that part of the culture for us in Spain.
1: Well, that makes such a big difference in the way that we live our lives, the way that we set forth, and, and you bring all of that like you said, Felix, here to your wonderful facilities and restaurants and culinary experiences right here in town to now traveling the globe. Tell us again how we can get connected with you and get signed up for one of these amazing trips.
2: If you want to experience trips, the easiest way is go to CurateTrip.com. That will take you right there. But if you just like Google Curate, you know, it will come as a brand and it will come all these new lines of business underneath.
1: I just can't thank you enough for being here on Speaking of Travel today, and I would love to have you back because just getting into what what the sustainability and the the realness of you know recognizing where your food is coming from gives you so much more respect uh, for 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 you and for the food.
2: I just want to add one more theme, if I have time, is that. So we have like a 2022, we had like a nine trips sold out, but we were available to add three more trips. So we have two new trips for the Basque Country on the end of August and the first week of September that we still have the spots available. And we have about, I'm going to Portugal next week. And while I'm there, we're going to be releasing another trip to Portugal next year that I will be in. That by the end of no, by the, um, the second week of October. So just keep that in mind, like stay tuned in because we have a few more spots coming, even though we're, you know, pretty much lo- everything looks pretty sold on the website. You know, there's still a few spots that you can get in.
1: Well, I definitely want to get in. So thank you again, Felix, for all that you do. And we are so excited that travel is starting to open back up and, and you're a part of it.
2: Thank you, Marilyn.
1: Well, thank you, Felix. I think we can all agree that it's so much fun to discover new cities on a local tour, even with a local tour guide, because from that perspective, you can gain a better idea how to navigate the city, and you probably are going to see things you wouldn't discover on your own. Coming up next is Kevin Frazier. He's the owner and operator of Asheville by Foot Walking Tours. Find out what makes a good walking tour. Stay tuned.
4: It's crisp, it's clean, it's cool, and it's here. Fall is in the air. While the brisk breeze billows through the kaleidoscope of colors cascading across the mountains, there is no
1: better time to get out and explore the breathtaking beauty that our backyard has to offer. Adventure is the name of the game, and what better to kick off in than a symmetrical all wheel drive Subaru to take you through whatever terrain you wish
4: to tackle? Adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Discover the beauty of all wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at prestigesubaru.com.
1: Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. So a couple of years ago, I visited Chicago for the first time. Seriously, it was the first time. I was so overwhelmed by the beauty and vastness of the architecture and the history, so on day one I took a city tour to get my bearings and find out the history of this beautiful place by locals who actually know about the history of this beautiful place. You know, sometimes when I'm visiting some place for the first time, I might find myself feeling a little nervous or unsure of where to go. So I've discovered guided tours give me a sense of comfort. The local tour guide helps you navigate the city and provides you information that you probably wouldn't even discover on your own and even brings a sense of safety to your trip. And you know what I've realized? Exploring other cities is awesome and it's so easy to come back and get so absorbed that we forget to pay attention to what's right in front of our eyes. Here in my hometown, Asheville, North Carolina, is the city's oldest guided tour company, Asheville by Foot. And I'm going to get a better understanding of my own town's heritage and be able to tell people about this great place when I'm traveling abroad and share it with the people I meet. And that's why my guest today is Kevin Frazier, the owner of Asheville by Foot Walking Tours, and is also executive director of Western Carolina University's programs in Asheville, located in Biltmore Park. And Kevin, it is so great to have you on Speaking of Travel today.
4: It's great to be here, Marilyn. Thanks for having me on.
1: Well, Kevin, you and I have actually known each other for a really long time, going back to our days at UNCA as young freshman students. And here you are all these years later, leading these tours, Asheville by foot. Give us a little backstory of how that all came to be.
4: Well, sure. It, it actually takes us back to 2014. I mean, being a historian, I got to tell you a little history, right? Uh, I had several folks in the hospitality industry here in Asheville and said one of the real challenges for folks when they would come to Asheville was how to quickly get their bearings. And they would oftentimes ask if there was a walking tour or some kind of tour. And at the time, there were a few folks that did them, but, but it was all by appointment and needed to be done well in advance of travel. And so I wanted to be able to do exactly what happens in many other cities of a convenient, regularly scheduled, easy to sign up for a walking tour. And my uh, my background's as a historian. And so I got to dig into the history of my hometown uh, to put the tour together. And we are now through eight seasons uh, since Asheville Byfoot started. I have a great group of guides, all of whom love their town and love to get to tell the Asheville story. And so we continually update the tour and keep it fresh. And it's a really great way for newcomers, folks who are visiting for the weekend or have moved to Asheville or even people who have lived here for years to get to know Asheville better.
1: Well, Kevin, what do you think? I've been on a number of walking tours in different cities. What do you think makes for a good walking tour?
4: Well, I'm a still, I'm still a believer that history is a story. So I love to go on tours that weave a good story throughout the entire time versus the sort of start, stop. This is this, that is that. Those That part's important too. But when there's a really great thread of story, that's fantastic. And the other part is, you know, you're on foot. And so there are great, you know, bus and trolley tours. I do those in other cities. I've done them in my own hometown. But the advantage with being on foot is you get to start getting in the back corners, and the back alleys. And so I, I like I like tours that take me off the main drags and show me interesting things along the way. And there, there are several good alleys on our tours uh, that we like to, to get folks to, to get to see. And, and, and in that telling the story, you know, for me, I love the physicality of cities. And so, but at the same time, the story. Human story is really what matters, right? And so to a great tour, I think, also tells uh, good stories along the way about the folks who have shaped uh, the city.
1: Well, I would also add to that that a great walking tour would need great guides. And it seems that your company has some of the best guides in town. So tell us a little bit about the storytellers who are going to take us around.
4: Sure. So, um, you know, our guides, our regular guides are, are Tebby, Mary and Sharon. And then Rick also comes in and fills in though he's doing a lot of his own travel these days, but you know, Mary for many years worked for the American Institute of Architects and gave tours and set up conferences and tours. Sharon has been a local historian for many, many years, uh, telling great stories, particularly from her research on the really important Jewish community in Asheville and the role that it's played over the past century plus. Uh, Tebby is a working artist in Asheville, and he's got a studio down in the River Arts District. And he's you know really brings in that component of the city. And then Rick has been one of the folks, just as the workhorses of downtown's redevelopment that's been on a consummate volunteer and worked on a number of different projects, including uh, in the early days being an urban trail guide, which for your listeners is a, a great project that was put in about 30 years ago in Asheville. That's a self-guided, a little bit of art, a little bit of history, uh, uh, a bit of a treasure hunt around town of great, uh, great public art pieces.
1: Well, and then, of course, there's you, Kevin, Kevin Frazier, who's written books and you teach, and you have been a part of Asheville's history as a historian for so long. So give us a, an idea of what new tour you're adding, Kevin. I've heard some rumor I want to hear it right out of your mouth,
4: yeah, so we we have a really fortunate we're really fortunate in Asheville to have a great artist and and a number of artists that do large mural pieces to the point that downtown alone has got 60 some different murals. And so we decided that we wanted to make it easy for people to find those. And speaking of back alleys and back corners, a lot of them are in those locations. And so you do need somebody who's a bit in the know to get you there. So we have started a murals tour. Uh, we've been sort of soft starting it over the summer and then we'll really be digging hard hard with it this fall that we do a, a great, it's a north-south tour that starts on the north side of the city and works its all way all the way down to South Slope. And during the course of that, you'll see almost 50 different mural installations around the city, as well as some other great public art pieces.
1: You know, I've lived here for a really long time, and there's so many new things that are starting to happen. So I am definitely coming on the tour Kevin, give us an idea of how we can get more information because I know there are going to be people who are going to want to sign up.
4: Sure, we make it very simple. Just ashevillebyfoot.com. We try to drive everything web-based. It's a very easy mobile site as well. All the ticket purchases go through the website. We do we do tours every day at 10 a.m. And then we do the mural tours at 10 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. And then we set up special tours for folks. Uh, sometimes just for special times, but other times we'll have requests that people are bringing a group to town and they want some assistance doing a particular tour. So yeah, we just drive folks right to the website. It's a great site uh, done by one of our local companies. So AshevilleByFoot.com.
1: Well, Kevin, I've been to the website. I have to tell you, it is really easy to maneuver. It's easy to get around. And I just want to thank you for being here today on Speaking of Travel and filling us in on Asheville by Foot walking tours. And also to thank you for being a local partner, a regional partner with other travel and tourism partners through RomanticAsheville.com right here in Western North Carolina.
4: Thanks for having me on, Marilyn.
1: Well, thanks, Kevin. I am definitely coming on the tour So feeling prepared for your next adventure is so important. And that's why Speaking of Travel provides you the most current and up-to-date travel information. So when you're ready to travel the world again, you'll be ready. Coming up next is Tina Kinsey from the Asheville Regional Airport with some of the newest and latest travel tips to help make your journey through the airport a little less stressful from the time you get there until the time you leave. So stay tuned.
0: Fall in North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains is the perfect time to get out and explore. With all the natural wonders and beautiful vistas, now is the time to create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com travel guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures, Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit romanticashville.com today.
5: Buongiorno, this is Mark Smith, president of Private Italy Tours. I am thrilled to announce our 2022 tour calendar. Italy awaits, as she always has, with remarkable cities, countryside, history, food, and wine, and the Italian people. In spring, experience the canals of Venice, the beauty of the Veneto, and the stunning hills of Tuscany. The Umbrian valley shimmers and the Sibillini mountains frame the region of the Marche in early summer. The lyrical beauty of the lake region and northern Italy combine snow-capped Alps, stunning lakes, and the best food of Italy in June. or. Perhaps you would prefer the beauty of fall travel in 2022. In September, the Amalfi Coast and Sicily beckon, a combination of stunning sea, incredible food and fascinating history are yours to experience. Puglia, the heel of Italy's boot, its cerulean sea-line coast and the rough-hewn hillsides of Basilicata await in October. Our diverse tour experiences offer constant attention to safe travel, experiences and encounters with the Italian people, and the creation of unforgettable memories. During your stay in a gorgeous villa, you can unpack, relax, and let us take care of the details. On each tour, cooks prepare your meals, you have beautiful ensuite accommodations, and we provide safe and very comfortable transportation for our small groups of only 10 to 14 guests. Our fully refundable deposit option is available for all tours in 2022, so you can book with peace of mind. We are all excited about traveling again. Select our boutique tours for your travels to Bella Italia in 2022. Relax, enjoy, and connect with the Italian culture with Private Italy Tours, private Italy.com.
1: Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In Welcome little back little- to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You know, it's no secret that traveling right now can be a little difficult. And that's why Speaking of Travel is committed to providing you the latest travel advice and updates, and to continue to inspire you with new travel information so when you're ready to travel the world again, you'll be ready. Unfortunately, we really don't know what to expect anymore. Are masks mandatory? Will my temperature be checked? Do I need to show up even earlier for my flight? I think everyone is trying to figure out how to navigate air travel these days. And speaking of travel wants you to always feel prepared for your next adventure. And that's why it's important to provide travel tips to help you through the airport from arrival to departure. Well, my go-to person for all the latest on the things that are current in aviation and airline industries is Tina Kinsey, the Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport. And Tina, welcome to Speaking of Travel. And really, thank you so much for keeping us up to date over all these, well, now we can say over a year and, and into even our second year. Yeah, you know, so much to talk about.
3: We all love travel. And we're figuring out how to do it a little differently.
1: Well, I know that not all airports have implemented the same rules and guidelines and that it's really important to check on the official information about the airport you're flying to and from so that you're prepared for the trip. What are you doing over there at the Asheville Regional Airport? Why don't you take us through like an arrival to departure?
3: Sure. So one thing I want to make sure everybody knows is that air travel has definitely returned to much more normal levels. And in fact, in Asheville, even higher levels than where we were prior to COVID. And so airports are busy places. There are a lot of people in the airports. So just be prepared for that. When you arrive, you definitely want to give yourself ample time to arrive, find a place to park. It might take a little longer. find a place to park because so many people are traveling. And then make sure you get your mask out because there's a federal mandate that masks are required inside airports. That mandate is in effect through January of 2022 at this point. So, you know, still with us for a while. And so put that mask on, you Come on inside and you're going to see the things you've gotten accustomed to seeing over the last 18 months going on, gosh, longer than that. But you're going to be asked to socially distance if you can. There will be lots of hand sanitizing stations. You know, don't become complacent. Definitely use them. Wash your hands a lot. We've all learned, you know, how to be safe in in you know, public spaces during this pandemic. So you're going to see that you're still going to see um, acrylic sneeze guards at the counters. Um, you know, so those things are happening. And then when you go through security screening, the TSA agent will ask you to remove your mask just briefly so they can see your face as they look at your identification and then you have to put your mask right back on going through security screening might take a little bit longer because, you know, you have to do a few new things. They're not new anymore, but uh, during this pandemic, we've had to learn to pull our food out separately and have that screened separately. uh, Just like we do our liquids, gels, and pastes, you know, that kind of thing. And so you know, you go through security screening and one thing to keep in mind is during this pandemic, there have been some staffing shortages that, that those have definitely affected airports. So you you won't see all of the concessions options open or they may have reduced hours in the terminals. So depending on when you're flying, it might not be easy to go get a meal or find a snack or something to eat. So keep that in mind. You might want to bring a few things with you um, for your journey, just depending on the time. But as you go to the gate area, they're going to be crowded. They are. And so, you know, wear your mask, of course, that's, that's required. But, you know, that's just the way of the world. Now, you know, we see everyone being pretty considerate of one another. And then when you get on the airplane, once again, you're going to have that mask on for the duration of your flight, except for very brief moments of taking a bite or taking a sip. But then you have to put that mask right back on. So one thing to keep in mind is that the FAA is getting pretty strict about any infractions. If you are on an aircraft and you are not following the rules you are subject to federal fines and those fines can can be pretty hefty so you know keep that in mind as well but again we notice most people are very considerate in the travel process
1: well it's a huge commitment it sounds to me that if you want to be able to travel by air that you make a commitment that you're going to follow all the protocols otherwise you're not going to be able to to really get to your destination and that's the whole point right That's right. That's absolutely
3: right. And, you know, when I just thought of this also, we're getting a lot of questions from travelers right now, wondering if they need a COVID test before they get to the airport and get on an airplane. And I understand why they're reaching out to the airport. But what we tell people is make sure you check with your airline regarding your specific end destination, because that's really where that information is going to come from. Um, The airport, our, Airport does not offer COVID testing on site. Some airports do, uh, but really it's destination specific. So you really need to understand where you're going and what the rules are when you get there, and you know all the things you have to have in place prior to even getting on that aircraft to go to that destination.
1: Well, that's all very important because especially flying in and out of the Asheville Regional Airport, you have so many nonstop flights now that are going to destinations that can be jumping off points to go someplace internationally and you might not know what is expected once you reach that destination what you need to do so it's important to check with your airline and Tina how can we get more information about the Asheville Regional Airport and I know that your hub there on your website can take people to different uh, resources that are available
3: that's right. Our website is flyavl.com and we have a lot of helpful tools and information and links right there on the website.
1: And how can we sign up for the window seat your newsletter that you send out once a month?
3: Yes, yeah, so that's very easy. Right on the homepage of our website, you scroll to our what's called our social hub. And there's just a a box right there. It says sign up for a window seat and you enter your email address and you'll be on the list.
1: Well, Tina, thank you so much for being here on Speaking of Travel and keeping us up to date. You know, I've said this before. When we first started doing this segment on Speaking of Travel, we thought, you know, there was a, a... pandemic that was happening. Things were changing quickly. The airline and airline and airport industries were going through some radical changes. And we thought, well, we'll talk about what's happening for a while. But my goodness, the process of just knowing what are, what are the regulations, what we need to know are ever changing. So thanks for being our, our go-to person on that. You are welcome. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Well, thanks, Tina. And thanks to Felix and Kevin for being on Speaking of Travel this week. I've been having a really good time lately planning my future vacations. You know, right now, airline prices for bucket list destinations are off the scales inexpensive. And you can book now for later. And to me, the best part about that is the planning I feel great when I have a calendar with all my flight information and all the things that I want to see and do. Sometimes the best trips are where you go visit your family. I have some friends who just returned from France for a big family reunion that they were going to do last year, but they had to reschedule for this year, and they all followed the guidelines and their trip was a dream come true, especially having not seen their family in so long. Being able to celebrate together is well worth planning for. So pick your time to travel, find an affordable flight, or get your car tuned up for an epic road trip. Book some great hotels or campgrounds and just go. One of the most appealing things about travel is that every day is different. You can say bye-bye to routines, you can set your own rules and expectations, and... Where else can you go when you can do whatever you want whenever you want? Well, you can count me in. So start planning and then just go. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy.